The following program is a specialty program. Unless otherwise identified, the participants on the program are not employees of Chorus Entertainment. Opinions expressed may not necessarily reflect the views and policies of Global News Radio 640 Toronto. It's another Sunday night here in quarantine, and tonight we're doing something a little bit different. So last week we found out what was happening in comedy right now during all this craziness out on the West Coast. We checked in with L.A., we checked in with some friends in Alberta and B.C. The week before, we found out what was happening here in Toronto on our own comedy scene and out on the East Coast in New York. Tonight, we're going to Montreal, the land of the world's biggest comedy festival, independent shows, some of the funniest comedians this country has ever produced, and, of course, some other good things, too, like smoked meat and bagels. I'm Dean Young, and we're about to go Inside the Joke. Welcome to Inside Jokes on Global News Radio 640 Toronto. Listening to Inside Jokes right here on Global News Radio 640 Toronto, and of course, coast to coast, Canada wide on the Global News Radio Network. Brought to you, of course, by our good friends at Hakeem Obstacle. Uh, Vince, my producer, Vince Tedesco, is on the line. Vince, what are we saying about Hakeem Obstacle this week, buddy? I don't know. You made a killer tomato sauce last night, so I'm hoping you see the uh, ingredients when you're quarantined, when you're cooking. Sure I know. I went. I made like a. I, I made like a Goodfellas style. Uh, it's like everybody's in prison right now, so now I'm making pasta sauces at home. Yeah. We're picking up their uh, special skills. If they're not uh, on a stage right now in front of a mic, we're picking up that second hobby of ours. It's Yeah, it's, it's, I'm running out of stuff to cook. I've got no one else to feed it to. So it's been, uh, pretty much this whole thing for me, honestly, so far, isn't any different than what high school was. Well, there you go. That's all it is. I'm getting all my baby fat back. I'm not having sex with anyone. I'm not doing anything socially. I'm just at home playing PlayStation. It's really the same as high, like I practiced like for high this. school. Yeah, I practiced for this all throughout the 90s. So really nothing nothing has changed since what things were like then. Uh, but this week we're checking in with some comics and producers out in Montreal. So right now on the line, uh, we have a good friend of the show, Adelaide Lafontaine of Tinder Tales. How you doing, Addie? Good, thanks. How are you guys? We're good. So, I mean, you know, we every week we've sort of just been checking in with, like, we went to New York, we here in Toronto, we went out to L.A., and we're just finding out not just how comics are sort of staying busy and staying reasonably sane during all this craziness, but what the heck people are working on. I mean, for you, it's been a while since, you, since you've been on the show with us, but, of course, you are the creator of Tinder Tales, which before this whole quarantine thing happened, I mean, you had built Tinder Tales up from – kind of a cult hit indie show live here in Toronto to becoming really one of the most known brands now in, in independent comedy in Canada. I mean, you, before everything sort of shut down during this, you were doing live shows in all the major cities, coast to coast. So, yeah, I mean, we just, uh, we just came off of a 16 show run for Valentine's day. So that was kind of the last thing that we did before all this happened. Which is incredible. I mean, if you do have to be forced into a break, like, the rest of live comedy is, I mean, that's a good thing to sort of go out on. Exactly. But I mean, for you, and and I want to get into, of course, Montreal festival season a little bit too, but I mean, for you, I mean, you're at home, you're working on other projects. You're just trying to sort of wait this whole crazy thing out. Like everybody else is doing, you're doing whatever you have to do. Does this make you sort of think differently about an approach to Tinder Tales? I mean, 
it's Cinder Tales for anybody who hasn't gone out and seen one of the shows yet. I mean, it's it's a live show. You have storytellers and comics talking about dating and horrible, weird, like hookup stories and all that kind of stuff. But it's also kind of an event. Like you get a lot of people out on dates and a lot of single people coming out to these shows and making an event out of it. Do you see Tinder Tales branching out more into like online stuff and digital content given this whole thing? Well, I mean, kind of before this happened, I had been sort of thinking of what's next. Maybe we just do two major kind of tours um, in a year instead of doing monthly shows. And I was just trying to figure out, you know, what's next for Tinder Tales. Um, So, I mean, I guess this kind of um, gave me a good excuse to, to, you know, take some time and figure out um, what that looks like. And, you know, and unfortunately that looked like, actually they're supposed to have a show tonight. So that's canceled. And it looks like May might be canceled. And we don't know about October because even if things are up and running again, um, are people going to want to come out to venues with 200 people in them and like eating food in restaurants and, and whatnot. Um, So I'm just trying to figure out, you know, what's, what's next. And we've always been talking about doing a podcast um, for quite a while and kind of started it here and there. And, um, if anything, I think this is a good opportunity to to start that. Um, I see a lot of comics doing doing the Zoom and doing the the online uh, content and and live streaming shows. And I think for us, if I wanted to do that, I have to make sure that it's you know it's high quality and um, we get it all right. So yeah, because I mean you're in. I mean, it will be interesting to see. And we've been talking about this the last couple of weeks, like how. When stand-up and live shows do come crawling back, at whenever that happens, it's it's going to be a slow build because, like you said, a lot of people are going to have reservations about going back out again and going to see. But I think Tinder Tales is also in a unique position because comedy shows, after people are just getting back to work and trying to get back to normal life, comedy shows might not necessarily be a necessary thing in the budget for a lot of people, unfortunately, oh, for a while. Exactly. Yeah. You know, but. Tinder Tales, I mean, the whole premise and the whole, what's a huge part of how you became this known comedy name across the country is it's built in completely with people going out and dating again and then bringing that, their social life back. So, I mean, exactly with all that coming back to normal slowly, I mean, you guys might have a bit of an edge there where people go, okay, well, this is something we can go watch. This is something fun to go do on a first date, which was always a huge part of your audience to begin with. Exactly. Yeah. Um, and I like I do have to say that I am really impressed with how quickly um, producers and comics in the industry have acted on this to to you know flip it around and all of a sudden get their content online and um, on any of those streaming platforms and even just learning how to use them and put it out there and that's I mean I think that's really great too. Um, I think, it, yeah. It does make me wonder, though, you know, like how much of that is going to is going to continue and how much of that is going to take over over stage shows. I think so, too. I mean, and it's interesting, like we have some some guests on today's shows who, who lean more towards that stuff already. But you're seeing a lot of comics right now, especially here in Canada, that normally sort of, you know, they're sort of like stand up purists and nothing else really counts as comedy. Now they're having no choice, really, but to jump on YouTube and to jump on a new podcast to put out stuff on social media because it's the only platform right now. And that's what people are at home watching and listening to. So a lot of people are moving over to that. Yeah, exactly. And I mean, I mean, one thing I do wonder about is, you know, not having that, not having that audience 
laughter. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. That's like, that's it. I mean, that's a weird thing about it that maybe we can navigate through, but, um, but I mean, yeah, I mean, I think that's, that's the biggest challenge is how do we get around that? And how do you, how do you make the, how do you under, how do you know if you're funny or not anymore? (laughs) I think so too. And it is weird to, because it's such a new thing and there's sort of, I hate to, I'm going to sound like a bit of a jackass here, but there is a bit like, I'm glad too, that everybody's doing this stuff. But it's sort of we have to, like, figure out how to make it work for us because it is a little bit awkward to, you know, even watching the big late night talk shows do like live shows from their living room with no audience. It's just still kind of surreal. It almost feels like everybody's just like a kid sitting around the kitchen table with the Crayolas right now, you know? Yeah, exactly. But I think it will. Maybe we will find that sort of hybrid of how to, how to make that work. But for you, actually, before, before we let you go, I mean, you took your producing experience with building Tinder tales into what it is to eventually working with just for laughs, which of course everybody knows it's the biggest comedy festival on the planet. That's one of the biggest brands in comedy. Montreal gets completely taken over by that this time of year. Yeah. I mean, leading up, leading up to the festival, you start to see a lot of independent shows that are sort of around that a lot of sort of side festivals, how much different do you think the comedy scene is going to look this summer? I mean, it's going to be hugely different. It's, um, it's, it's actually really sad because um, I started working there again in February of this year. And uh, the day before we got laid off, we were all having a Zoom meeting, you know, saying our, our jobs are safe. Um, our, our jobs are safe. We still have JSL 42 coming up and we're all talking positive. And the next day, unexpectedly, we, we lost it. Right. And, and even now with the new dates announced, so it's, um, scheduled to be in Montreal, September 29th to October 11th, which means that summer is completely gone here in terms of, in terms of the biggest comedy festival in the world. And we don't even know if if by September, are, are people going to want to fly into Montreal? Are we going to be able to fly into Montreal? Um, So there's a lot, there's still a lot of question marks there. There is. And I think, I mean, obviously it's one, it's one of those things where uh, the comedy industry is reeling from this for sure. But I mean, we're all sort of stuck in the same boat. So we're just figuring it out piece by piece. Uh, Adelaide, thank you so much. Thank you. And just a reminder to everybody, while Adelaide, like everybody else, is working on side projects and different things, you can still check out JFL. You can check out the Just for Last site. Uh, there's tons of online content. They're, of course, broadcasting on SiriusXM now as well. And hit up tindertales.ca. Check out, uh, you know, past shows. You have clips and bios and all kinds of yes, stuff I on there, Adelaide. I have to update my website now. <laughs> yeah, there you go. There's another project. Uh, but you can check out some, some clips from past shows and some highlights on there. Adelaide, thanks so much. We'll talk to you soon. Thank you so much. Have a good day, guys. All right. Thanks. Bye. Bye. Hi, this is Lewis Black, and you're listening to Inside Jokes, which is why it's funny, you idiot. Inside Jokes right here on Global News Radio 640 Toronto. And tonight we're, of course, going all the way out to Montreal to find out what's happening there. Uh, Vince Tedesco, my producer, we got you on the line. You're still hanging in there, buddy? Hey, how are you doing? So, I mean, Montreal for us every year, we were talking a bit with Adelaide from Tinder Tales before the break about this, but, I mean, 
Montreal every year is such a huge part of our calendar for sure in comedy and and really the whole summer is all about the Just for Laughs Festival and, and not just that, but a lot of sort of the indie shows that come out of it happening in Montreal. And hands down, my favorite time of the year, so it's going to suck not being able to go this year. We don't really get our, our dose of Montreal comedy this summer because we don't really know what that's going to look like, but we luckily we have a couple of comics on the show today from Montreal, a couple of producers as well. On the line now, we got Massimo calling in from Montreal. How are you doing, buddy? I'm doing very good. So I'll let you guys know that I've uh, purchased uh, the Just for Laughs Festival from Howard Mandel, and uh, we're going to run it anyway. <laughs> Doesn't it seem like we just spent, you know, like six months ago, everybody was fighting each other tooth and nail just to like get this stuff back on track, and now it's not even going to happen for a while. I don't know. For you, how are you, Matt? So, Matt, so I mean, yeah, go ahead. Well, for you, I was just going to ask when you can't be on stage right now. I mean, we're we're curious what comics are up to. Like for you, what what? How are you staying sane right now, man? How are you keeping busy when you can't go out there every night and be on stage and work on new material? What what's what's taking up your time right now? Uh, yeah, no, that's you know that's the one thing uh, that's you know very difficult right now because you know uh, uh, is not going up on stage and you know doing shows. But you know I have uh, still you know kept uh, the uh, creative uh, juices uh, flowing, as they say. I've been just making like a lot of videos at home. Uh, I joined TikTok. So, yeah, <laughs> videos uh, and uploading them to TikTok and Instagram and you know, all the other things, uh, which is something I was doing before. Um, but you know, because I'm just you know at home every day, I'm definitely doing uh, a lot more videos. Like in a way, it's kind of um, it kind of sucks, obviously, or not that it kind of sucks. It totally sucks the situation that we're in right now. But you know, on the other hand, uh, I've never been so more productive in my life as far as, uh, you know, making content and uh, making uh, comedy sketches. But I definitely yeah. do uh, miss being on stage, you know? Like, as far as, you know, chilling out at home during the day, you know, like, as a comic, uh, you know, that's something that I always do is just at home, just, you know, do nothing and just chill at home. But, you know, at night, you know, I, uh, you know, go out, do sets, and... Uh, that's, you know, that's one thing that's really, really driving me crazy. You know, even if I wasn't a comic, it would just, you know, it drives you crazy not being able to leave the house, go to, you know, bars, see some friends, what have you. But, uh, you know, not, uh, not performing, you know, it's, you know, performing is what, you know, just keeps me balanced, keeps me sane. You know, it's, you know, also what I love to do. So, you know, it's like, uh, it's like, uh, you know, your, your uh, girlfriend's, uh, you know, uh, Six thousand miles away, and there's no way to uh, to uh, to get to her. You know. <laughs> yeah. Well, exactly. I have literally, a girlfriend who's in New York that I, you know, I often visit. I spend, you know, most of my time there, back and forth. And you know, now I I cannot, you know, uh, move from here because I'm not even probably allowed to travel. Well, and that's a you're you're a good example of this. There's we were talking before the break. There's a lot of cost now who, you know, because you're on stage, you're afraid, and you sort of, that's the purest form of this whole thing, is that's the whole point, is being out on stage in front of an audience. But a lot of comics like yourself are going to platforms like TikTok and starting a new YouTube channel, whatever it is, and doing this stuff from home. And it's a chance to sort of hopefully get back some of the audience and fans that you already have, but also you're reaching out to a whole new chunk of people right now, too. 
Oh, yeah, no, definitely. Like, you know, uh, not that I have, like, you know, hundreds of thousands of uh, followers on TikTok, but, you know, uh, like, I've been on there for a month, and I have, like, I don't know, 2,400, like, followers, but, you know, uh, definitely there's a whole bunch of new people that never see me, you know, see my comedy or see my videos who are now enjoying it, you know. I probably, if it wasn't for this quarantine thing and the self-isolation, I probably wouldn't have, I wouldn't be on TikTok right now because I've heard about it. I never really joined that. I was just bored, and I saw some, like, some TikTok videos that some people shared. I go, like, yeah, you know, whatever. Let me, let me try to stay out. Um, but, yeah, you know, that's the thing is, like, a lot of people are doing things online who are never – there's comics out there who are like, ah, oh, man, I'm not going to do online videos, man. It's all about the stage. And now yeah. some of them have YouTube channels and everything else. So they're like, well, I got to do something. Exactly. Everybody's in yeah, everybody's making it like an adapter to I think. Uh, we're going to come back. We're going to talk to Massimo some more from Montreal. We'll be back with more inside jokes right here on Global News Radio 640 Toronto. This is Molly Earl, and uh, you're listening to Inside Jokes. So I guess that's about your liver. My liver and my. Uh, God, still got my teeth. And uh, my own teeth. And we're on Global News Radio 640 Toronto. Everybody knows that the days are loaded. Everybody rolls with their fingers crossed. Everybody knows the war is over. Everybody knows. Welcome back to Inside Jokes right here on Global News Radio 640 Toronto. And of course, coast to coast, Canada wide on the Global News Radio Network. And tonight we're checking in with what's happening in Montreal because normally leading into the summer and the springtime, this is festival season. And normally this time of year completely belongs to the city of Montreal. Everybody knows it's the world famous Just for Last Festival. There's also tons of independent shows that spring up this time of year. Uh, side festivals, all kinds of stuff happening in Montreal. But of course, everything's on pause right now. Uh, we're all kind of stuck in the same boat in comedy. We're talking to Massimo comedian and actor from Montreal. And actually, Massimo, so you were talking before the break about how, you know, this whole sort of shutdown, everything being on pause, you can't be out on stage every night. So it's, you know, it's it's forcing, not forcing, but a lot of comics are choosing to to go out and, and put out content online and get on TikTok and get on YouTube and all that stuff. For you, I mean, once, mm-hmm. once the live shows do come back, I mean, stand-up is that's first and foremost what you do. And I mean, it's, the compulsion, right? Like being on that stage every night, it's a certain kind of energy. It's a certain, it's a certain thing that you feed off of, but I mean, you're also a working actor. You're also, you know, you're doing writing, you're doing these online things. Do you see the balance in your own career sort of shifting around a bit when things do get back to normal? Uh, no, you know, like the, the, like the one thing that I think that will change after this and, you know, definitely, you know, there's going to be a lot of things that are be different for everybody, not just, you know, comedians and actors and whatever, just, you know, for everyone. Um, but I think the one thing that, that, uh, that will change that I've kind of, you know, felt is that, you know, you got to always constantly be working. Like, you know, like I said, as a comedian, you know, we have a lot of free time during the day. And uh, some comics use that time during the day, some don't. Um, but, you know, uh, most of the time I'm doing nothing during the day. I just go out at night, so... Like, when that all comes back, I'm just going to, you know, go back to what I'm doing. But the only difference is I'll, you know, continue concentrating on making more videos. Like, even before this, 
I was making videos and putting content online, uh, but you know, not at this this level and this rate. And you know, once I get back to you know uh, on stage and acting and all that kind of stuff, you know, I still am going to have a lot of free time um, to make content to put online because at the end of the day, you know. We live in a, you know, uh, in a world, like before, when I started doing comedy, there was no Facebook, not, you know, no YouTube, all this kind of stuff. Right. Um, but, you know, now that there is all this stuff, you put up the content, you build an audience online, that audience does translate to live shows, you know, like the more people who follow you online is going to be more people who are going to come see you at a show, you know, and, you know, that's, you know, in turn, you know, instead of, you know, just working a weekend in a, in a club. You can just, you know, rent a room, you know, a room, a theater, whatever that following may grow to and just produce your own shows, do your own thing. Yeah, totally. I mean, if you look at even the last few years, what a lot of the festivals have done is they're taking these people who are already famous YouTubers or, or online social media comics and booking them on these headlining shows on festivals but a lot of the time that doesn't translate because a lot of these performers, they've never actually been on a live stage before. So for, I mean, for comics like you to turn around and go, well, this is a good chance to do this online and reach out to an audience. If you can bring those people back to the stage with you after this is over, you're laughing because you've already been doing stand-up for your entire career. I mean, you know. Oh yeah. Well, like two years ago uh, is when I really started getting, you know, more proactive as far as making videos and, you know, and building, uh, you know, uh, you know, everything online. And because I used to just see, you know, people who were, you know, famous YouTubers or what have you, or Instagrammers, and then get booked on shows or start doing live shows. And you hear that, yeah, they did a show and they bombed and they sucked. And then I'm thinking, you know, and I'm saying to myself, well, you know, if these guys never done stand up and then they do a bunch of videos and they grow in popularity online and then people would like to see them perform live, I, you know, I said to myself two years ago, I go, why am I not doing that? Like, I'm an actual stand-up comedian. Why don't I make some fucking videos? You know, it's, sorry to swear. It's flipped out. <laughs> but, you know, why don't I make some videos? Uh, you know, and, uh, you know, I'm a funny dude. I know how to write things. You know, I, you know, even prior to, you know, the, when I started, you know, uh, making more videos two years ago, you know, I already had, you know, was making sketches with friends, but, you know, every once in a while. So, yeah, that's the thing. It's like there's, but, you know, a lot of comics don't, uh, you know, you know, put together like little sketches and comedy videos because they're like, you know, that's not what I do. I'm a stand-up comic. It's all about you know, performing live. But, yeah. you know, but that's what it is now. You know, like when I started, like I started in 2000, you know, uh, YouTube, I think, started in like 2006 or whatever it was. Um, you know, there was none of that stuff. But, you know, as it grew and as it became, you started seeing people doing more and more. You know, still a lot of comics, myself included, were like, ah, you know, I'm just gonna put it, the videos on YouTube. That thing's not gonna last. You know, <laughs> you know, all these things happen. Um, but yeah, I think you know, if there's any like, like new comics starting out now, or even old comics, I, you know, I always tell people like, put things online. Like you, you like you know, it's, uh, you know, it's you know, it's the web. It's it's global. Anybody. As long as they go on your page, they can see it. Like you can reach, you know, the entire world basically. Exactly. Uh, yeah. Why would they do that? Yeah. 
yeah, it's not like the old days where it's like, okay, well, I'm based in Montreal or I'm based in Toronto, and now I got to hit the road and do these small towns, and that's sort of the small audience I'm building. You're just reaching out to the to the whole planet at the same time, right from home. Uh, Massimo, yeah. thank you so much, man. Instead of just call, yeah, yes, thank you, man. Thank you for having. And me. before uh, before we let you go, so where can where can the listeners check out some of your stuff online during this whole quarantine? Uh, yeah, just uh, you know, uh, Instagram, TikTok, Facebook. You can just search uh, Massimo Comedian. Uh, Twitter, everything is uh, Massimo Comedian. So just search Perfect. that, and you'll uh, you'll find this uh, this fat dude right here. Perfect. Thanks so much, man. Go and check out Massimo's stuff online, and hopefully you can see him live again on stage soon. As soon as all this craziness is over, we'll talk to you later, man. Oh yeah, thanks. Thank you. Yo, this is White Wine. Young Riesling. You're tuned in to AM640 Inside Jokes, baby. Ha! Words are flowing out like endless rain into a paper cup. They slither while they pass. They slip away across the universe. Pools of sorrow, waves of joy are drifting through my open mind, possessing and... And you're listening to Inside Jokes right here on Global News Radio 640 Toronto, brought to you, of course, by our good friends at Hakeem Optical, helping you see your COVID medication more clearly. How's that one, Vince? Yeah, sure. I mean, is there, is there actually a COVID medication out there? Is there no, there isn't. That's a lie. And I think we tried that one last week. We're really, you know, it's... Because we can't. What was that movie when they sprayed Windex on everything? My big fat Greek wedding. Just put Windex on it. Just put Windex on it. Yeah, that sounds like my family. The Scandinavian version of that is bleach. We just bleach everything. There you go. Just throw some bleach on everything. No one, no one in my family is getting the COVID because everything's covered in Javex all the time. Uh, (laughs) But we have. You know, it's, we had so many good sell lines for Kahim Optical when there were still live comedy shows happening in the world. But now that's all up in the air. So who knows? Exactly. Uh, but we're going back to Montreal now. We have another performer on the line. We have Matthew Jufrida, who uh, has developed a large following on his online content, which, of course, we were talking to a lot with uh, Massimo earlier, how a lot of comics, uh, stand-ups especially, who are just really looking for another outlet with no stage time right now, they're they're all flocking to TikTok and YouTube and social media. Uh, but Matt, who we have on the line, has been doing this for a long time, so we're going to find out what uh, some of the stuff he's working on. How you doing? Not bad yourself. Good, good. So, what's before we jump into a bit of like what some of your characters are and all that stuff? What's keeping you the most sane and productive right now during this whole shutdown? Oh, uh, definitely has to be content creation. Just uh, producing as much as possible, getting as much uh, as many videos out there as possible. Um, you know, just keeps me busy and just keeps the uh, keeps the audience uh, there. I guess you know, keeps the attention there. Well, and that's an interesting thing. Like, you know, we're talking to a lot of of comics right now, stand-ups especially, who, uh, you know, they they might have a lot of writing time right now, but there's nowhere to go and sort of test that stuff out. There's nowhere to sort of, of you know, run through the paces of working on this new stuff. For you, this is what you do. You're already at home. You're already filming. You're already making online content. But a lot of your characters draw from your own family background, a lot of sort of Montreal sort of stereotypes, yes. French-Canadian stereotypes. Yes. 
for you in a time like this where everything is sort of on pause, does this change the writing process or coming up with characters for you at all? Or is this sort of business as usual for you in a way? Um, so I'm going to say in a way it is business as usual. It's just that um, I think that especially now being that everyone's at home, I think I feel like they want more, if anything, yeah. than, uh, than before, right? So, um, and then I think also with the situation now, I guess my content is slightly uh, modified in order to adapt to, I mean, like with comedy and with, with, with um, this whole performance thing, the idea is you want to be relevant, I think, right? So like that's what makes yeah. it. Uh, interesting. So I just modified my content to make it a little more relevant with the coronavirus, with washing your hands, with the whole toilet paper crisis, with all this kind of stuff, right? So that's kind of like where I'm at with my content now during this period. And I think what's interesting is a lot of what we were seeing in sketch and improv, but stand up especially, a lot of the trend that was happening over the last few years is that comedy always had to have some sort of a message. There always had to be some sort of a lesson learned. You had to be saying something important and provocative about, you know, social politics and whatever was happening in the world. For you, your characters and your content is pretty absurd. It's pretty off the walls. It's, it's good escapism right now. So I think, do you see comedy skewing more towards that when this sort of blows over? Do you think people will just want to, like, take the serious down a notch or two after this? Um, to, um, not too, not too sure. I mean, like comedy, like there's, there's all kinds of different, uh, I, I get subjective, I guess you can say. Yeah. That, like everyone likes their own types of thing. You know, for me, it's like the message behind it, not really, maybe my, maybe my French Canadian character kind of, there's like a little bit of a message, but then again, it's more like, I focus on more on like trying to make it as relatable as, possible and um that's generally been my focus with the videos there's no real like message if i have a message i'll just go on social media and i'll say what i have to say without a character you know what i'm saying uh but it's not like within the characters it's just kind of like you know just make it as relatable as possible and try to make it as funny as possible (laughs) i guess yeah your your comedy is just funny and fun what a concept (laughs) We, we, we sort of could use more of that in comedy right now i think so, I mean, it's, it's refreshing to see on it. But we're going to come back and get into what some of your favorite recurring characters are and what some of the stuff you're doing. We're going to be back with more Matthew Jafrida right here on Inside Jokes on Global News Radio 640 Toronto. Hi. My name's Aaron Berg, and you're so lucky to be listening to me on Inside Jokes on 640. When I met you, I didn't know what to do. I was tired, I was hungry, I fight. Now I'm away, I write home every day, and I see you on the TV at night. Welcome back to Inside Jokes right here on Global News Radio 640 Toronto and, of course, coast-to-coast, Canada-wide on the Global News Radio Network. And tonight, it's all about Montreal. We've been finding out what comics and producers are working on in Montreal during this whole COVID shutdown. And this is normally the biggest time of the year in Montreal comedy leading up. It's festival season. It's just relapse season. But there's still a lot of comics and content creators that are out there cranking out new material. Uh, one of them, of course, is Matthew Jufrida, who we've been talking to. So, Matthew, the one thing I think that we might see happen here in Canadian comedy 
after all of this is that, you know, a lot of our comics were always just sort of working their way towards eventually making that leap to the States. And I think after all of this, we're going to have a lot of our sort of top tier comics in this country stepping back and going, wow, you know what? The, the government actually really took care of me during this whole thing when I couldn't work. Maybe it's worth staying here at home. Maybe there's more to it to stay here in Canada. Yeah. I mean, I, I, it's very, very possible. My thing is that when I first started is like, instead of like finding my, my ultimate goal is to become an actor. And um, it's instead of like moving or moving to the States or whatever that may be, it's like, you know, we have social media, we have this power. Let's just put everything out here and you can reach so many people. You don't need to be in New Jersey to reach New Jersey people. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. So like, yeah. I, I think now that the coronavirus thing is that it forced people to go online and force people to, uh, like you were mentioning Massimo, I've been following Massimo on TikTok. The guy is absolutely killing it. He's hilarious. Um, and that's what it is. It's just these new venues that like have so much opportunity. And I think people are forced into it now, but they're actually getting to see the upside of it. Absolutely. And I think one thing that, that I love so much about the, about your content is that, you know, a lot of your characters are very sort of, Canadian references, very Quebecois references, but at the same time, it's so funny and so relatable to a larger audience. You could you could have somebody watching in New York or somebody in Chicago or somebody in Calgary watching your character, Martin, for example, watching that character and going, okay, this is I this is just something that I can get on board with. Yeah, yeah. If you were as like. Like, as relatable to Quebec, but general as well, that, like, anyone can watch it, right? Yeah, exactly. If uh, you were to give you a little Martin from you right now? Yeah, if you, were, if you were to give our listeners one message of sort of uh, a message of hope during this, during this COVID <laughs> quarantine, is all about hope. <laughs> what would Martin say? Uh, Martin, listen, it's very simple, man. Just wash your hands, Purell. Stock up on toilet paper and avoid the pothole at all costs. Okay, that's it. You you follow these rules, man. You survive. You're your top top tier A1. No worries. You're good. You collect the two thousand from uh, Mr. Trudeau there, and you stay home. Avoid pothole. You're good. Purell <laughs> and potholes. I love it. Purell and potholes. That's all you need to get through this. Uh, there's so much good stuff you can watch online during this whole while you're stuck at home. And, you know, comedy exists. It just It's just not live stage shows right now. But there's so much going on. Matthew Jufrida, thank you so much for joining us, man. Thank you, guys, very much. It was a pleasure. And we're, we'll have to get you in studio with us sometime for a little bit longer. But where can people check out all your stuff online here? Uh, pretty much Instagram, YouTube, TikTok. My name, Matthew Jufrida. Perfect. Thank you so much. We'll talk to you soon and uh, stay safe and keep cranking out the content because it's people like you that are keeping us all a little bit more sane during this uh, break from comedy. Thank you. Thank you very much. Try my best. Thank you, Matt. Thank you for the time. Awesome. Have a good one. Take care, guys. Bye. Hey, this is Rodrigo Fernandez Stoll, star of the North by Northeast Music Festival, and you're listening to Inside Jokes on Global News Radio 640 Toronto. <laughs>
Welcome back to Inside Jokes right here on Global News Radio 640 Toronto. So that's what's going on in Montreal. And I mean, listen, yeah, we're going into festival season. Normally this is peak season in Canadian comedy. The biggest comedy festival in the world returns every summer. There's festivals all over the country. Just because that stuff is on pause or moved back doesn't mean there's not stuff going on. We've talked to comics and producers all over the country, from Toronto to BC. We've talked to people in New York and L.A. and now tonight here in Montreal, one of Canada's main comedy hubs. Uh, So I just want to give a thanks to our guest, Adelaide Lafontaine. You could check out uh, what's happening with Tindertales at tindertales.ca. Check out Massimo. Check out Matthew Jufrida online. uh, And just all the stuff that comics are pumping out right now across this country is there's, there's still a ton of stuff you can watch and listen to. Vince, I mean, a lot of this stuff is keeping you sane so far. Oh, without my phone, I don't know where I'd be. So, yeah, all these comics that we have on, we're, we're finding them out via social media, via content uh, that we're watching online. So, you know, you got to have to keep themselves busy in order for us to keep ourselves busy. Exactly. And, I mean, it's a good it, – it, it's – it's nice to see all these comics that a lot of us have been watching on stage for years turn to these new platforms and try something new out. And hopefully it sort of has a lasting effect on comedy when we do sort of tiptoe back to normal, whatever that's going to look like. Uh, but that's, so we've, we've checked in with Toronto. We've checked in with the West coast. Now we've checked in with Montreal. So coming up on inside jokes, this next little while uh, we're going to talk to some people who have been doing TV series shows on Crave and Netflix podcasts, Uh, people who are just cranking out digital content for an all-new audience that you almost have right in the palm of your hand right now, eh, Vince? Exactly, yeah. So uh, stay tuned. A lot more good stuff coming up on Inside Jokes. Just because we're locked in the home does not mean we are not working for you. That's right. Comedy lives on. Uh, Don't forget, you can tune in to all of our episodes right here every Sunday night on Global News Radio 640 Toronto. And you can stream all of our episodes from season four to the beginning of time on Global News Online, coast to coast. That's our show. We'll be back next week. Hi, this is Alicia Carusi, and you're listening to my aunt, Sandra Carusi's Comedy Rx. This week featuring Massimo, the comedian. I remember I was 11 years old. 11 years old. This is not Italian kid. We're on his lunch. They pull out this weird-looking sandwich, uh, and, like, it was, like, I've seen, I've never, like, I've never seen it as a, like, I've seen it as a snack. Never as a lunch. But he pulls out a peanut butter and jelly sandwich. As a lunch! A lunch! That's what his mom gave him for nutrition. Crushed peanuts and sugar. Like a panini, it was like just sliced, just sliced white bread, and the sandwich was because like there was no crust, like the crust were cut off. But I didn't know the crusts were cut off. I just thought it was like red, no crust. And I'm looking like, what the f- is that bro? Red, no crust. Oh, what the f- you, what the f- you like red, no crust? Like, like how is that even possible to make bread, no crust? What is that? Just like slices of raw dough? Like, what the f? Right? He's just eating his little sandwich all happy. Right? And he's eating all happy. No, 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 because he doesn't know any better. He doesn't know what's out there. 
Scoop a sandwich. You know, and obviously, meanwhile, I mean, I got this big, giant monstrosity of a sandwich. It's the big f***ing panino, just stuffed with like veal cutlet and eggplants and red peppers. Just there, just a big off sandwich. I'm trying to hold it, and my little, my little, little arms kind of just ah. Right? I got a little flask of red wine on the side. Just the complement of sandwich. The preceding program is a specialty program. Unless otherwise identified, the participants on the program are not employees of Chorus Entertainment. Opinions expressed may not necessarily reflect the views and policies of Global News Radio 640 Toronto.